Welcome to the Electrician Success Podcast. I'm Greg Allen, and this is your daily performance boost. If you want to become a member at the Electrician Success Academy, we have a 10% off lifetime membership if you sign up using the podcast token code. So that's P-O-D-C-A-S-T, all in capital letters, at checkout. Okay, let's get into this one. It's going to be a good one. So I hope you enjoy it. Hey, Josh, welcome to the podcast. Really excited to have you here, mate. G'day. Hey, Greg. Thanks, mate. Appreciate it. So uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. You're a master at strategy, business strategy. I'd love to hear a little bit about what you're into and and how your high voltage um, strategy is really going to help the electricians out there. Yeah, awesome. Cheers, mate. So a bit about me. Uh, I have a couple of different businesses that I run. I've got a coaching business, uh, which is focused on working with the startup and SME space, uh, helping people kind of set out what their strategy might be for their business and then uh, work towards that uh, goal-based, you know, let's kick some goals, make more money, grow the business, whatever it might be. Yeah. Uh, se- separate business to that is a business planning, so an online business planning solution. So this is a tool that we've got called VentureCast that helps people prepare documentation when they're going for an application for debt finance um, or funding or a grant application, that sort of thing. Awesome. So um, supports people in, again, that strategy piece, but the early stage, helping them uh, show what their big vision is for their business. Yeah. Um, and then uh, I have a side project at the moment, which is working on a feature film. So uh, I'm oh. involved in producing a feature film as well. Awesome. But, um, but that's, that's a fun side project. We won't, we won't explore that too much today. Yeah, tell us a little bit about that though. Like what's your role <laughs> in the feature film? That's pretty pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, cool. So I'm, uh, I'm, I guess I'm one of the producers. So behind the scenes, I've been involved in the, um, the planning stages of that. So from when we just had a script uh, and wanted to go about finding the money um, and have been involved in a team of guys who have uh, identified a lot of private investment. Um, and we're kind of at the stage now where we're looking to go to the next level, we're signing contracts with sort of stars and crew and all that sort of stuff, uh, and hoping to be able to shoot it in July, August this year, which will be awesome. great. So, cool. So yeah. you facilitated like getting finance for that project. How much have you raised for that? So the so for the film so far, we've raised collectively. I think it's just over two mil. We've been able to bring in. It's a three point two million dollar budget. Yeah. Um, we've got a bit that we're waiting on. We're working with government on a few different things. Um, but yeah, so it's, it's been a really interesting journey uh, and it's been one of those ones that people who have a bit of coin are interested in because it's a bit out of left field um, and if you get the right people, they don't really have, they've got too much money to care what they do with, let's be honest. Yeah. And so it's, it's nice to be able to give them something different to invest in rather than property or shares or whatever it might be. Yeah, yeah, so, cool. um, so yeah, but a big part of it was putting together a really awesome strategy around how we're going to make it successful. It's um, full theatrical release, uh, international release uh, in cinemas, that sort of thing. Yeah. So there's a, a good chance of returning some money to our investors. Cool. And so did you use the high voltage strategy technique? In I, order- I did. I did actually early on <laughs> in this process. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When I met my business partner in this, uh, we were talking about what we need to do, what we need to get done uh, on that journey to, to make things happen. Yeah. So, uh, so, yeah, it's a big part of, I guess, my own day-to-day as well as my clients. Yeah. Oh, cool. All right, looking forward to getting stuck into it. So with this high-voltage strategy technique as well, can this be applicable to like the electrical worker and an employer and a sole trader? Yeah, 100%, 100%. Cool. Definitely not something that is uh, 100% focused on just business. Um, it can be used in someone's personal life. It can be used in a project and just wanting to know what you got to do over a certain period of time. Yeah, there's no restrictions in terms of where the technique can come into play. Cool. So this is a podcast episode for everyone. Awesome. So everybody, listen in. Cool. Let's get into it. Sweet. So tell me a little bit about the structure of the um, high voltage strategy technique. And then if we can just bullet point them now and then we can come back and we can go in depth in each point. Totally, totally. So, I mean, the first thing for me uh, with anybody that I work with is knowing what your end goal is. End goal is. So, you want to know where you are today and you want to know where you're going to be uh, or want to be. Um, the big thing there is setting time frames around that. So, I guess first first headline is know what your goal is and then make sure you have a time frame or a timeline set out to achieve that. Yeah. Um, bullet, bullet point number one, if you want to call, yeah. call it that. 
Let lightning Next bolt, up lightning bolt number one. Lightning bolt number one. There yeah. we go. Let's roll so with the lightning is. bolt. So, <laughs> so next up, you've got you've got you've, you've got that kind of end time point, whatever it might be, six months, twelve months. It's up to you. It doesn't matter what that is. Yeah. But you want to be able to then come back from that point, all the way to where you are today, uh, and start to set out some steps that you know you can take to get there, uh, which then have associated actions to them. So this is still really high level, but you know you use your best judgment. You know what you've got to do most of the time to get to that goal. And so it's about setting out sort of some tangible steps on that journey to reach that goal in the time frame that you've set yourself. Cool. Um, so there you go. Lightning bolt number one, steps and actions, I would say, are the kind of two key things there. Cool. Um, then you've got to start, right? So yeah. you've, you've set all that out. It's, uh, it's time to kick the thing off. So the key difference when it comes to the start piece for me is always finding someone to hold yourself accountable to. Oh, so, yeah. so the big, big piece that I think a lot of people fall down with when it comes to goal setting and all that sort of stuff is being held accountable to the actions that they've set in place that they know they need to take over that journey. So really important to find accountability when you start, not halfway through, not towards the end, not when you're struggling, at the very beginning, so that you've got constant ongoing accountability on that journey um once you've started the process yeah so awesome number th lightning bolt number three is going to be start but then find accountability from the start um okay this one is is something i think that's a little different in the way that i do this um so that the fourth lightning bolt is called the ideas bubble so on any journey um if you're running a business if you're delivering a project whatever it might be um all these new things will keep going and off in your mind. You'll have like great idea that this could fix this problem or you'll see a new opportunity and you'll be like, maybe we should explore that. What I challenge people to do is to have those. They're great, awesome, but you want to capture those ideas and you want to put them somewhere so that you're not being distracted or you're not using them as a form of procrastination from what you actually need to be doing to get towards that goal. Yeah. Now, this doesn't mean this doesn't mean you never look at them. It just means you're creating, in my in the way I sort of describe it, a, a bit of a bubble full of these ideas, and you set time to visit that. So you you know might have a once every fortnight or once a month sit down and have a look through what you've sort of generated, and if there's things that you feel are tangible or in line with the strategy that you've got and can be slotted into those actions and steps, awesome. Have a, have a look and explore them. Cool. But don't go pursuing new things that are going to be detrimental to you achieving that bigger goal. So, yeah, lightning bolt number four, cool. ideas bubble. Looking wanna, forward wanna to exploring that, that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, cool, it. man. Awesome, yeah. awesome. Um, and then we wrap it up with, with the reward. So I think one of the big things that people sort of, I don't know if it's a struggle. I think it, maybe it's just because everyone's kind of constantly striving for the next thing. Um, but people forget to reward themselves for the wins that they have. Um, so a big part of this sort of technique or thinking is identifying the points at which you're getting rewarded for what you've achieved. Um, and that doesn't necessarily mean it's at the end of the whole thing when you've got the ultimate goal. It can be on the way. Um, there's all sorts of research around, you know, those 1% increment increasing uh, small amounts each time to get towards a bigger goal. But you've got to be rewarding yourself on that journey um, yeah. so that so that there's like this constant recognition that this is great, this is good, uh, keeps you motivated, all that good stuff. So the fifth fifth lightning bolt, reward yourself. Cool. Yeah, so that's awesome. the, the high summary, I guess, nice. of, uh, right. of what's on the go. Let's get into nitty gritty. That sounds like an awesome structure and I'm looking forward to exploring each one in depth. Awesome, mate. Let's get stuck into it. Number one. Let's do it. Number one. So, okay. If, if you don't know what you want, I mean, okay, knowing, knowing a goal uh, uh, in your brain or in your mind is great. Everyone's like, you know, I want to lose weight. I want to have 10,000 more customers. I want to do this. I want to do that. Um, the, the big thing for me is to fully understand what you want to achieve uh, and make sure it is in line with your business, with your personal strategy, with your career steps, whatever it might be, uh, and not just something that uh, is a completely unrealistic, pulled out of the air. I saw an Instagram post that inspired me to do this. It, it's got to be real. It's got to be yours. You've got to be so passionately motivated about it. Yeah. Otherwise, what's the point? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. what, what, why, how, how are you going to find the motivation to get towards that goal if it isn't yours? Yeah. Right? So, so one of the big it. things. 
a hundred percent ownership, yeah. man. Like it's it's all about the ownership um, because I think a lot of people do these days see other people doing different things and going, oh, I'd love to be able to do that or I'd love to be able to do that. Um, but it's really important to just like to take control yourself of whatever situation you're in uh, and and appreciate where you're at, be realistic about that, and then set the goal that you have. Uh, to a time frame that's also realistic. Yeah. So don't go, don't go. I'm going to lose 10 kilos in a month, or I'm going to get 50 new customers in the next week. Think about how realistic that is yep. in terms of what you can actually do, what your outputs might be. Yeah. Um, how many so, of you are out there? Put your hand up if you see someone doing something and you're like, I'm going to do that too, without actually <laughs> thinking if it's in line with what you're actually doing right now. A hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. And, 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 and <laughs> yeah, oh man, I'll, I'll throw the hand up. <laughs> the, the, I think, I think the influence of others on setting your goals is, is not always, but very often a negative one because it's not allowing you to take ownership or to really grasp what those goals are um, and, and have them set in your own timeframes, understanding your own capabilities, your own personal circumstance, whatever it might be. Yeah. Um, so that's, that's really, really important when it comes to the, the first steps of any goal setting or strategy process. Can we talk really about important. Uh, two things? One, how yeah. do you find that thing? Like what, should, what things should you consider when creating a goal for yourself? And secondly, how do you not get distracted by other people's achievements? Yeah, cool. All right. So first up, how do you how do you know what works for you? How do you set a goal for yourself? My my first thing comes to personal circumstances. So everyone, um, I'll, I'll touch on business first, right? So if you want to set a business goal and you are the CEO of a business or the managing director of a business, you already have so many things to do in a day, a week, a month. Yeah. You've got commitments, you've got staff, you've got all sorts of stuff going on. Yeah. If you all of a sudden set a goal that says you want to become the stand-up paddleboarding champion of the world um, personally, and then you want to really it, it consume yourself in that, but you've got this business that consumes so much of your time already, there's going to be so much detriment to your activity in that if you go and pursue this other thing. But the same can be said about just saying, oh, I'd love, you know, to get to 600 employees in a year's time when realistically you've already got 16 and it's taking you three years to get there. Yeah. So it's really about understanding what your what your personal circumstance is, what your business circumstance is, so that you're not setting something as a goal that is only ever going to add stress, yeah. add pressure to the situation. And I'm not saying ignore that. I love stress and I love pressure and what that can do to motivate somebody. Yeah. And it should be a big part of things, but you really want to focus on picking something that realistically based on your understanding of your situation is achievable yeah cool it could be stretch and you can have stretch targets but it needs to be achievable yeah. there's no point there's no point otherwise because you're just going to feel terrible about yourself you're never going to be able to achieve it and so you're just going to rolling oh, what's happening what's happening what's happening instead yeah. of i know what i've got to do so yeah. yeah so that's that's i guess super important um all right Oh, oh, sorry, second also, point that you mentioned. Yeah, 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 just while we're on that point of goal setting, um, yes, yes. I've actually done the 10x goal setting before and it makes you think like it's good during goal setting to think high level but then understand that if you don't reach that super high level, it's not the end of the world so don't put yourself down. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, big I, time. <laughs> and this, this is why I mentioned before the 1%. Um, and I'll talk about that as we get on the track. But cool. yeah, I, I think that's really important, uh, the difference between 1x and 10x um, yeah. uh, in, in this whole sort of situation and conversation. Yeah, cool. but I, your second point around, I guess, um, the influence of others on how you set your goals. Yeah. Um, I think so that there is, um, there's a few different ways you can approach this. So I'm a part of a mastermind group. Uh, heaps of people use these kind of sort of small collective groups of like-minded thinkers to help them set goals and achieve things. Um, nothing uh, against that. Love the environment, love that collaboration and that, that sort of collective thinking. But a lot of the times you, you might be at a different stage of your journey than someone else in that sort of a group. And so setting a collective goal to achieve something might actually not be what you need at that point and there might be something else you should be focusing your time on. Excuse me. So I think that's the the ability when it comes to understanding what your goals are 
is also being able to understand yourself. Yeah. And um and so there's a huge I think there's a big push on the on at the moment around this whole self awareness piece and and understanding who you are, knowing what your capabilities are, that sort of stuff. Um and so I think that's really important, not just in setting goals, but just in life generally. Being being aware of what you're capable of, what you're able to achieve, um, understanding your strengths and weaknesses, so that you you're not going to get influenced by somebody else's uh, opinion, uh, insights, random comment online, whatever yeah. it might be, um, because you need to you need to know you. You you need to be the one driving that um, yeah. moving forward. Yeah. 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 I'm I'm definitely a victim also of um, not fully understanding my responsibilities before setting a new goal which was in the wrong direction i've done that personally mm, interesting um, interesting and mine wasn't paddleboarding it was triathlons and uh, i had a business to run and i started doing triathlons way too much i wasn't in a mm. position where i could do that but that mm-hmm. goal took over and um yeah it took me on a, a dark trap of a <laughs> good time doing triathlons but when i came back to the business you know a lot had gone wrong and uh, yeah, I was right. stressed to follow that and I was like, oh my God, what have I done? <laughs> so, I, I mate, yeah, get it, totally, totally. Yeah. And, and and it's funny, like there's there's very often, I think in a business sense, the crossover to personal achievement as well. And, and you kind of, uh, you know, we all have something that we love, a hobby or whatever it might be that we want to excel at. But so often you have um, a challenge juggling or managing that with the business stream or vice versa yeah um and definitely don't say don't do either or don't do both but uh but no no yeah. your capabilities yeah yeah no no like you said responsibilities i think is a great word in that yeah. vein um no know, know what your responsibilities are yeah uh so you can fulfill those first awesome cool yeah man all right awesome point number two point number two is the so, so it's, the, it's the steps the steps, and then the actions. So I think something that a lot of people can really easily do is go, all right, cool, this is my goal. Uh, here's the five things I'm going to go do to get to that. Sweet, thanks, move on. The, the ability for them to then just forget about that or just go, yeah, whatever, we'll just crack on with life is instantaneous. They can just forget straight away. If, mm. if, for me, if, if you can outline what those steps are against the timeline and then turn them into actions not just saying these are the steps we're going to take these are the physical actions or activities that we're going to do daily weekly or monthly to make sure this becomes a reality so um let's let's just like take an example of uh growing your instagram following so uh it can be quite a valuable thing for certain businesses um and there's all sorts of different tricks and tips around how to do it but if you actually want to make that a reality, you need to be doing probably the same thing most of the time daily. Um, and you're going to be having to find the right times to do it. You're going to have to do all sorts of different interaction with, with your in a community building sense. Um, and so if all of a sudden you were saying, all right, I want to have 3,000 new followers in three months time, there's your time frame. Let's come back to what am I going to actually have to physically do? What are my actions yeah. daily yeah. to get to that point? Yeah. But then once you know the action, you can allocate a time amount to it. So you might say, all right, I'm only going to post one thing in the morning and one thing in the evening. And I, those both of those times are between, I don't know, 7 and 9 a.m. and 4 and 6 p.m. Because that's the prime time when my audience is online. Yeah. So I now know that my action is interacting over that period of time, sharing a post, maybe interacting with a few other people, uh, daily for the next three months yeah. because I've done my research and that shows that I will grow organically a good community-based following. There's your goal. Awesome. Yeah, there's your time frame and there's, and there's the actions that you've got to take. Yeah. yeah? So I think, I think the, the ability to do that really makes, um, the, creates tangible things that someone can do as they're going on that journey. Um, and I, and I, it's probably the biggest thing that I think people fall down with. Yeah, so and what, it's because, sorry, what, you go. What would be the problem of not setting those actions? Like, what would happen? Oh, I mean, first up, you don't you don't do anything, right? Or or you are driven by the fear or the worry that you haven't done what you think you should be doing, or you just don't know what you're meant to do, but you know that this is the next step I'm meant to take. Yeah. Right. So if you just go, goal is followers in three months' time. Oh, yeah, cool. I'll just jump on Instagram a bit more every now and then. You're going to get to two months in and you maybe have 
400 new followers and you're like oh what the hell yeah Yeah, because you haven't you haven't really clearly defined or understood what needs to happen to get there um so i think all it does is it breeds probably some fear in your capacity or capability to deliver or achieve that um but also just the added stress of potentially having gone this is what i want to do i really need this this needs to happen this needs to happen to make the business more successful or whatever it might be yeah but then you're not going to get there so then heap of anxiety whatever it might be everyone reacts differently to these things right yeah. But um, but it just helps avoid that. Yeah, it helps avoid the negative emotions that might come. Yeah, cool. So yeah. like, so without the actions, it's almost like a New Year's resolution, which is a I hope by hope this year I'm better. I hope. Hundred uh, percent. Without uh, 100%. without setting any set yeah. goals or actions you yeah, need yeah. to take to to achieve that, it's just a hope. You're hoping. Hundred percent. And I yeah. I would challenge someone to use this kind of a strategy when it comes to a New Year's resolution because you might actually achieve that it's so common that we go i'm not going to drink or i'm not going to do this or i'm not going to do that uh and you're just sort of saying it just for the sake of saying it but if you really didn't want to do something or you really wanted to achieve something uh and you you sort of set a bit of a, a strategy around that the likelihood of you achieving it increases so much yeah um so that's yeah that's a great example uh you, you don't want to be living in hope when you know what needs to be done awesome yeah, I've actually cool, got. Man. I'm just uh, this Saturday coming up. I'm I'm hitting my 18 months not a drop of alcohol. Oh, dude! My goal was I'm not going to drink alcohol until July next year, which was like 2017. <laughs> yeah. And um and that was a joke. But then I was like, no, that's the goal. So what's my actions? And don't drink a drop of alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm I'm still going. You know, I got that's two awesome, two and a half months left. And that is yeah. awesome. That's, that's going to be an interesting day, 1 July. Yeah, yeah, 1 July, it's on. But anyway. Beer breakfast. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think the only other thing I want to drop in when it comes to the, um, the steps or the actions that we're setting is the ability to trust what you know, trust your gut or your instinct. Yeah. Um, I say this in, in a, particularly in a business sense because uh, a lot of the time people forget that they are the expert in what they do right yeah. so that they don't give themselves that uh that title or they won't wear that hat um for whatever reason uh but the, the big thing for me is if you are going to set a goal in line with your business or the growth of your business or introducing a new product you you have expertise behind that so if you are going to set some steps and actions trust your gut trust your knowledge to to have confidence in knowing that those things that you're going to do are the right things to do um, and it doesn't mean keep them and stay to them. Always review and check up on how it's going. But, but trust your gut. Know that these are the actions that I'm going to take and this is what the resulting outcome is going to be. Yeah. Uh, re- really, I think, really important at that kind of steps and action setting stage. Yeah, definitely. Awesome. Cool. 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 And what are the things that people need to consider when creating an action? What, are, yep. what, what should they be looking for in terms of when they write that down? What, yep. what are the things that they need to be looking for? Uh, first and foremost is is time taken to, to act or to do or whatever it might be. So so we are always busy, right? We all we all are busy in life. Um, so when it comes to sort of allocating an action in this process, you want to be able to understand the time commitment that goes along with that, because then it'll allow you to set aside that time to do this. Yeah. Uh, and it will also help you refine the process that you take in each of those actions. So you're doing it in a shorter amount of time or you figure out that you can schedule bunches of things or you can get some outsourced assistance to do part of it. Yeah. Um, so, so time, I think, is the most important above all else because if you're setting yourself an action that requires five hours of a day a week to do, that's a lot of time that you're taking out of your day or your week. So you want to make sure that you understand the time commitment associated with that action sure. so that there is actual benefit from it. Yeah. Um, and that to me is like is probably the most the most critically important thing to, to appreciate or to understand when you're setting those steps. Yeah, cool. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Awesome. Cool. Good to know. Any, oh, good. oh, sorry. And is there anything else that like you've got time, but is there anything else that people need to... In, a, in the steps process? Yep. yep. It would probably... 
Mm, let me think. Time is usually the one that I stress most. I guess the location that you're doing it in yep. or, or where you're delivering. So uh, I could pull in something else that I help people work around, which is the power hours. Um, but the ability for us to get so insanely distracted or driven off track or procrastinate when it comes to delivering on this stuff uh, is crazy. Mm. So if if when you are understanding that this is what needs to occur each day, week or month, um, these are the actions. Uh, this is how much time it's going to take me. But where am I actually going to perform this task? Yeah. Where am I? Where am I most focused, or where am I most alert to um, outside interference? Uh, to me, to you that know. Task. Well, pretty much, pretty yeah. Good. Yeah. Yeah, and that's where I, I mean I touched on the power hour concept, which people do already in all different veins. Some people say you're meant to do it in six minute lots. Everyone's different. Find what works for you. But, um, but one of the big things I impart on people is, is to turn off, turn off notifications, like just generally, yeah, yeah. Um, particularly social media, but even just like email pop-ups, all that sort of stuff. Um, and then to really achieve something in a period of time, put everything on do not disturb, silent, whatever it needs to be, yeah. understand what the task that needs to be achieved in that period of time is and just do that awesome. and that that might mean that it's a five minute task but you're dedicating an hour to completing it because once you finish it in the first 10 minutes of that hour you're going Shit, yeah that was awesome what's next yeah uh and you yeah. want to do something else and then you want to do something else yeah um and you'll find that you are more productive in that hour than you would have been if you spent an eight hour day with no structure or no rigor so again, I, I, it all comes back to the timepiece, but I think if you set or allocate that uh, in a space where you're not gonna get distracted or there's not an opportunity to pr procrastinate, um, you will have uh, an easier time of actually delivering on each of those actions that you've set yourself on the journey. Yeah, you're almost yeah. allowing yourself to gain momentum, which is- For sure, oh, yeah, big time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything yeah. that you do, you just start hammering them out. That's oh, cool, sure. love that, it. That's, that's a great part about a power hour with a few tasks, man. The yeah. momentum is like the best feeling because you get to the end of it and you're like, what? I've just like done all this stuff and it's yeah. just great. It usually so, takes me an hour to, all day to do it, that. Yeah, and do 100%. It, yeah. Oh, 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but again, it's hard to be able to understand what those steps are if you haven't already set the strategy out and you know what those specific actions that you need to take are. Yeah. yeah? So it all ties in um to to assisting on the delivery yeah of whatever it is you're doing daily or weekly or monthly to get towards those bigger goals yeah all you business owners out there how many how this is about talking about the power hour so how easy is it to do invoicing and quoting at night when no one's calling you versus when you try and do that in the middle of the day and you let your phone distract you like all the time my god there's a big difference there so yeah, I was doing exactly I was doing mine at quarter to ten last night. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everyone's asleep. It's all good. Yeah. Quiet, focus, get stuff done. Get stuff done for sure. Yeah, cool. that's it. Yeah, cool, man. Awesome. All right. All right. Next up, start. So, all right. Um, you, you this this for me start plus accountability. Yeah. yeah. So this is this is the big part of um, the success that you will have or you can have uh, on your journey. And, and it begins for me with finding out um, what works for you to remain accountable to an action. Uh, this, this varies completely for different people, right? So mm -hmm. some people are so insanely self-motivated and have this just drive to do more and more and more um, that they don't need that external accountability factor. But for me, I always find the majority work much better if they know that there's uh, a, a level of accountability supporting what they've said they're going to do. So for me in a coaching perspective, I have clients who um, it's more of a slap on the wrist, right? Because they know what they've got to do and it gets to a point where they haven't done it. And mm -hmm. so I'll be like, so guys, what's happened here? Well, what are the reasons why this, this or this wasn't achieved, even though you know and you've said and we've worked on the fact that this is one of the critical steps towards this bigger picture. And you haven't done it. Um, correct. You've, been, and, you've and, built your Instagram to 3,000 followers, but you haven't done the critical step. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just, but that's the thing, like not everyone loves that. Some yeah. people want more of like a motivational phone call or a, yeah. an ability to check in and say, um, is this the right decision or or whatever it might be? Yeah. So I think the accountability piece is the most critical and probably the most overlooked part of any goal setting process. 
because people, um, uh, they're not, there's a self-consciousness, I think, associated with it, whether they don't, maybe they don't want other people to know what they're trying to achieve or what they want to do. Um, again, this comes back to just do, mate, just friggin' do. Who cares yeah. about what other people think? Yeah. But, but if you find someone that you can articulate what you want to achieve to and then tell them, all right, I'd love to just ring you once a week or have you email me once a week saying, this is what you said you were going to do. Have you done it? Yeah. That, that, it might just be literally as small as that. And that keeps you on track. Like that just keeps you going yeah. for, for the entirety of your journey because there's someone else out there that you're saying, this is what I need to achieve. And they're like, yeah, I know. Cool. Let's do this together. Yeah. Instead of you're on your own and you're just floating and trying to make stuff work. Yeah, I think you've, I've heard you talking about the accountability buddy system before. And, 100%. Um, and uh, I've actually tried that myself uh, with another yeah. business associate. Like total, awesome. total awesome. different, um, totally different industry. But yep. it was a mutual thing we both agreed on. And I was like, cool. I'll call you every week. You tell me what you want to achieve this week. I'll tell you what I want to achieve this week. And then next week, if I haven't done it, I want you to yep. slap me through the phone. <laughs> but yeah, that's what yeah. you have to do. Yeah, it works awesome, like really, really yeah, yeah, awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I love it, man. Because you don't awesome. want to let that person down. You don't want them to that's think it. you're a pussy. You know what I mean? So it's like, <laughs> just get your jobs done. <laughs> oh, I love it. And, and that's the thing. Like It, it motivates people in different ways because some people actually get uh, an inspiration out of it some people feel like i'm letting somebody down um it's it's always going to be different for everybody but the key part in that is the accountability that you hold against yourself that somebody else is aware of yeah and so and so the the feeling of let down whether it's letting yourself down letting them down whatever it might be um but at the flip side the feeling of a win and the celebration that comes out of when you have the conversation and everybody has done what they've said they've done yeah. and they've seen some like tangible outcomes and it's like this is awesome right yeah. so yeah. so it builds that um the motivation right so if we flip to the people who are self-motivated and may not need that accountability the reason they don't is because they go all right cool this is what i'm doing this is what i've done it's a win sweet let's do it again yeah. so for us with an accountability buddy it's it's about all right cool this is what i'm doing this is what i've done then someone usually is going to help you celebrate that or potentially going to remind you that you may have missed steps one two and seven yeah. uh, so you probably need to just do those to make sure it all works out but it's it's this kind of reciprocal thing where it's like all right cool i've got to this point i'm stoked let's just do it all over again or let's take actions on the next one um, and so, yeah, so I think it's, it's really just such a critical part, um, of, of the process, but it has to happen from the beginning. Yeah. You yeah. can't be, um, you can't be going two weeks into your commitment to yourself and then saying to someone, Oh, can you help me now? Yep. It's gotta be, it's gotta be at the start. start. Yeah. It's th- gotta be at the start. I think you made a wicked point on the self-motivated people. They, they set a goal and then they reflect and say, did I achieve that? I think that's why they're able to achieve a lot, the self-motivated people, because they write it down and they can see at the end of the week, they look at it and go, I didn't achieve it or I don't want to let myself down knowing that I'm going to look at that and see that I haven't done what I said I was going to do. Versus not writing something down at all, which will just fizzle out and other things will get in the way. Yeah, for sure. And yeah. and one of the things that so I've worked with a few people that do that that, that have that mentality, um, and I think one of the the key thing for them is visualization a lot of the time. Yeah. So they're they're not it's not all in their head. Like they might have a whiteboard or a big bit of paper that they've drawn this this vision on, and so they're constantly being reminded of what needs to be achieved. Um, and this could be in a business sense. This yeah. could be in like a. Uh, in a gym sense, right? But a lot of the self-motivated people in a gym have their bloody phone or some app that tracks all the things that they're doing. Yeah. So they're being constantly reminded of what that next goal is and they know what the actions that need to be taken to get there are. So why can we not bring that sort of thinking into the into the business and go, here's the strategy, this is what you want to achieve, chuck it on a whiteboard. That's like in your face, right? That's, yeah. it's, it's, I don't know, it's a really, um, the self-motivation piece is a challenging one to achieve, but if you can, you will be able to do so much with your life. Awesome. Uh, so much with your life. Yeah, so I want to I wanna quickly come back to the 1% rule, which I, I kind of mentioned yeah. earlier when yeah. it comes to starting and the accountability thing. Um, so when, when you're, 
when you are starting out uh, on on any sort of journey to achieve something, a lot of people have that uh, inspiration to, like you say, 10x, right? To to just maximize everything, like go crazy. Yeah. Um, I I'm all for it if that's what keeps you going and that's what keeps you motivated. Wicked. But when you when you realistically look at your potential to incrementally grow instead of to go from here to here like in a flash yeah um the the viability of doing that is insane right it is so much more tangible mm. um this this is interesting i'm um, a big follower of cycling love the tour de france um and one of the teams that has regularly been winning winning in recent years team sky implemented this strategy in a lot of their training where all they wanted to do was increase one percent each time on the uh, things that they've set themselves out to do yeah and that's that's all they needed to do like it was literally all right we want to run this do this route one percent faster hmm. today that's it and they do it one percent faster maybe a little bit more happy yeah. days yeah but they would do that continually day after day after day and that's what gets them the ultimate goal as opposed to i'm sitting here now with 150 followers on my Instagram, I want to get to 3,000 and I want it to happen in a week's time. Yeah, you've got to recognize that small increments daily are going to make that happen, right? So it's it's about celebrating that success as well. It's not about going, oh yeah, 1%, what is that worth? What are these five followers worth? What is this extra second on my time or millisecond on my time really worth? Yeah. Um, so thinking about where in your day and in those actions and in these steps, there's just 1% chunks of success on that journey um i think can add a lot of value uh in in how you approach the things that you need to do yeah um, i'm just trying yeah. to think what would be uh an example of that for an electrician a sole trader and a business electric uh, electrical company owner employer so yeah 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 so in uh okay i'll start at the top so owner or, or employer um, it would be, uh, for me, probably if you looked at something that most of them would probably struggle with, which is a, a staff engagement because they're managing such a big team, right? So they might not, may, maybe they do six monthly um, staff interactions, feedback sessions, whatever it might be. So what I would suggest to someone in that, in that world is pick the phone up, ring someone, mm-hmm. say good day, have a chat, five minutes out of your day to have a conversation with someone in your team who's not expecting it, who isn't getting harassed or told off is literally just getting a how you going what's happening give us some feedback give us your thoughts one little thing like that but if you did that the one percent thing once a day once every two days whatever it might be with all of your staff over a six-month period imagine the benefits that you'll get the the rapport and the relationship you'll be able to build with that with those staff instead of just seeing them once every six months yeah Cool. Yeah, so, I'm so little things. Do that myself, man. That, that's a good one. Love it. Love um, it, dude. Love I it. I hear a common trend as well is consistency. You're saying daily or weekly, but it's always yeah. consistently. What's the reason 100%. for the consistency? A ha- habit creation. Yeah. Right. Right. So, um, uh, let's look at sales, for example, quickly. If you if you want to uh, increase the number of customers that you have, uh, sell more products, whatever it might be. Um, and you want it to be uh, a big part of, say, the thinking and the psyche of those in your business or of yourself, you need to be doing that regularly mm. so that people then think or, or it becomes a, a way of life within an organization or within your own daily process. Yeah. So I, what, what it will lead to is habit creation. Obviously, you know, what they say, 30, 30 days usually is what it takes if you're doing it every day for 30 days to, to impl- implant a habit or something. Yeah. Um, I think that's probably different for everybody, but if if you are doing something like on the regular, your your capacity for that to become a part of how you do what you do is huge. Becomes autonomous. A hundred percent, right? And 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 if if in a in a small business or a bigger business, other people are seeing you do that sort of thing every day, uh, and it's a positive thing and a valuable thing for the business, it's going to go places. And the flip side is if you're doing something negative that is a bad thing for the business every day without even knowing it or just because that's something you're doing, the same is going to happen. Mm. So, so yeah, for me, the, the repetition, the daily, weekly, monthly, whatever it might be, is, is purely around helping people create a habit so that outside of the goal setting, it just becomes a part of their daily life. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Um, and, and drives what they do. 
Awesome. That's yeah, good. man. All right, coming back to the sole trader now and then employee. All right, electrician. so sole trader, sole trader for me. Um, so they're, they're, they're living a life where they've got 400 balls that they're juggling at any one time. Um, and so the ability to focus on the one percenters is exponentially valuable for them because it means they're actually going to get something done, yeah, right? Yeah. So often the one-man bands finish a day or a week going, what the hell have I achieved? Like, yeah, yeah I've got some money in the door. I've done a couple of jobs, uh, whatever it might be. <clears throat> but, but what have I done? Invoicing, right? What have I actually done in terms of my invoicing? Where does that sit? What have I done in terms of my new customer generation? What is, where does that sit? What does my online presence look like? All these sorts of things, they often just get pushed to the side or they're just going, oh, I can't, I don't have the time. So what I would say, yeah. yeah, right? So what I would challenge them to do is to find something that they see as really critical to the success of the business and try to break it down so there's a small action they can take daily that gets them there. Mm. Uh, and and again, gets them there in small increments. It's a patience game, right? Like it's not going to happen overnight if this is a strategy that you impart. But if you've already got a bunch of other things happening and you're constantly juggling things and you can't commit one day a week to invoicing because it's not bringing you any money in, you've got to figure out what's going to happen or what can happen to make that happen over a longer period of time with small inputs. So the key thing for me with the sole traders is I appreciate where you're at. I get the ball juggling. That yeah. just That's just a part of life. But you've got to try and find a little couple of things that can be done on a daily basis that line up with a bigger picture. Um, so that's what I would challenge them to do. So that, that might be can, like for your social media, it might be just posting one photo of one of your jobs yep. every day. Yep. For your invoicing, yep. it's do yep. your invoicing every just day. Every do, day. Or just do, correct, just do one. Like yep. do one of the big ones, yeah? Like just do, get some of the bigger stuff out of the way, but, but just do something Until instead of order. knowing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Instead of knowing it's got to be done, it's got to be done, it's got to be done, and then you've got seven days worth of stuff to do in half a day. Yeah. Um, so yeah, but, but then that, yeah, it just becomes auto, right? Cool. Awesome. All right, what was, the, what was the next category? So the workers. individual yep. workers. Yeah. All right, so it, I guess it depends on what you're doing and how you're doing it, but for me, a lot of it would come back to your personal practices, right? So within your business, there's going to be expectations of you from the boss or whoever it might be that yep. you're working with. Um, and, and for me, what you could always do is improve how you conduct yourself, both representing the business, but representing yourself as an individual, right? Yeah, yeah. So if, if you're in front of customers, as you are most of the time, um, your improved customer service or your improved engagement with customers is probably going to be one of the most beneficial things that will lead to a better career and the next step up, whatever it might be that you're looking to work towards. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so for me, you can, I get it, right? You've got to do your job. You, you've got time. You've got to get to the next job. It's, it's going. You're going always, always, always. Mm -hmm. But something I would challenge people to do in that environment is have a conversation. Spend five minutes talking to the person whose house that you're working in, uh, building a little bit of a relationship. It might not even be your job. I get that. There might be someone else managing the relationship side of things. But so much value can come from that mm -hmm. for you because it might result in that person ringing up your boss and saying, this dude's a bloody legend. Yep. He's just done this, this, and this because I wasn't even aware it needed doing. So again, that might just be one a day, right? Yep. One of the customers that you meet each day, you spend a little bit of time having a conversation with um, is, is all that you need. Sorry, I'm getting told that this is not, anyway, yeah, it's all sorry, good, sorry. Just for a second. It's all good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, that's, that's the one percenters for, for the employers. Cool. Employers. No, that's awesome. Great tips. Thanks, man. Right, no, I love it. Moving on. Step number right. four. Step number four, the ideas bubble. So oh, yes. What I... <laughs> I was waiting for this one. <laughs> All right. So, so one of the biggest parts about, uh, one of the biggest things is procrastination, right? So we, we are so often fueled by um, our ability to do something that seems more interesting, uh, something that seems more exciting. Yeah. Um, because that's just, you know, the fun, um, what's it, oh, there's a cool uh, procrastination monkey or there's just like this cool little thing in our head that drives us to do something other than what we're meant to be doing, yeah. right? 
Sure. So a lot of a lot of people that I've worked with have uh, a rolling battle to keep themselves motivated, driven, keeping focused, right? So I I came up with this concept called the ideas bubble, um, which allows anyone at any time that they might have an idea to just dump it, right? And I'm not meaning getting rid of it. I'm saying you're just putting it somewhere else. You're acknowledging it exists, but you're not letting it distract you from what you know needs to be done in your day-to-day. So the the first, the most important point about the ideas bubble is that it's really freaking valuable, right? A lot of these things that you're going to come across, a lot of the opportunities you'll identify, the ideas that you have can add so much value to your business. Yeah. But, but they can also rip the value away from the actions that you've set yourself to do. Yeah. So it, it's really important to go, oh, wow, like I've set this power hour aside. Uh, at minute 45, I've had this brain brainwave idea that's going to make me millions of dollars. Uh, maybe I'll spend the next 15 minutes thinking about that. Yeah. No, you're going to write down the idea. You're going to spend the next 15 minutes doing what you're meant to be doing because you know that these things have to happen to keep the business growing and running. And then maybe once a fortnight, once a month, you're going to spend dedicated time reviewing all the things that you've thought about, all the ideas that you've had, spend some time reviewing those and then go, okay, cool. Which of these is actually valuable in the grand scheme of this business? Yeah. What's going to add, what's going to add value on this journey that I've already set? Is there anything that can be included in um, the steps or the actions that I've put out, that I've put aside to do each day or each week? Yeah. So coming back to point number one, and that's when you, you're setting your new goals moving forward and you incorporate your ideas bubble into that process. Ah. 100%. 100%. Yeah, yes. 100%. Because a lot of the Makes time, sense. those ideas might be, right? The, the idea itself might be something that simplifies or automates an action that you're having, that you're yeah. doing. Yeah. Yeah. But if all of a sudden you started delving into, oh, how can I do this right now? How can I automate it? Who can I use to do this, 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 and this? You're not actually going to be doing what you need to be doing. So yeah. you've, got to, you've got to set the time aside to address those where they're not going to influence or impact on the success of the business as you've set it. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what the ideas bubble is about. And for me, some people do. So this is another visual thing. So you'll get a lot of people who do a whiteboard or just a big A3 piece of paper um, and draw a bubble on it. And anytime an idea comes up, you write it down. Yeah. Yeah. It could be mind map, could be just notes in your phone, whatever, whatever works for you. That's what you want to work towards when it comes to the ideas bubble. Can I tell you what I do? Go for it. Hey Siri, remind me to, oh look, it's happening right now. Oh shit. Okay, I'll remind you to follow happening. When would you like to be reminded? <laughs> and I've set that up so that that goes into my ideas reminders list in my phone. Ah, cool. So I like it. I literally can just say, hey Siri, remind me to da 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 da. And it's going to happen again. No, it's not. And we can, <laughs> and that goes into a folder which I only look at like once a month. Wow. Because Love it. otherwise it takes too much time. Like as soon as I'm thinking about it, I've got to get rid of it. And like you said, yeah. but to bring out a notepad or to pull up, you know, your computer just to write something down, your phone's always yep. in your pocket, guys. Hey Siri, yep. or if you've got an iPhone. Whoa. Yep. Yep. Cool. <laughs> That's it. No, dude, that, is, that literally is the ideas bubble and the concept itself is driven to help you remain on track, right? to keep you driven to the steps that you said you wanted to take, the actions you wanted to take to achieve the goal that you're working towards. Awesome. Um, so, so yeah, just, um, just even if someone just implements that in their life, like don't, you don't have to take all of this and use it, but I would implore listeners to jump onto the ideas bandwagon and chuck stuff in a bubble because they are always going to be the things that distract or detract from you actually achieving what you want to achieve. That's so good, man. No, that's an awesome yeah, tip. Anyone that uh, tries that and gets benefit out of it, let us know. Let us know, 100%. Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Love it, love awesome. it. All right, the last thing on this uh, five steps uh, is the reward piece. So we've kind of, I think we've, we've kind of touched on a few points uh, so far where, where it comes to rewarding yourself. But I, I find that a really common thing these days is for people to uh, ignore 
the satisfaction that comes from achieving something. Yeah. Um, and this is just just in everything that we do, right? And um, and I don't know. I'm not really sure what's driven this. I, I'd be really interested in like researching it further. But um, it's it's like, why would you not? Why would you not reward yourself for for achieving what you've set out to achieve? It's yeah. um, it, it doesn't have to be much. Like you don't have to go and buy yourself a new Ferrari, but just go and catch a movie or go swim at the beach or do, do whatever it is that you like enjoy doing uh, once you've done the things you've set out to do to achieve A, B or C in business or personal life. Yeah. Um, and and I, I think a big part of this rewards process is not just doing it at the end. Yeah, Not just going, cool, six months time, this is what I'm going to achieve. When I achieve it, I'm going on a holiday. Yeah. Yeah. It's not just at the end. It's on the journey, right? So it could be every fortnight if you've uh, actually hit your mini goal of 150 new followers on Instagram, um, you're going out for dinner. Happy days. Cool. So so just little things that, that can be like driven into your psyche and your thinking um, as a, a, for me, it's also a big form of the motivation, right? So it's a big part of the constant and continued motivation as you go towards the goal that you want to achieve. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, so think about think about as you're setting that strategy. So again, it, it, this comes at the beginning, but you're getting you're getting it at, uh, at the end of the process. Yeah. You've got to go. All right, what are the steps I'm taking? What's something that I see as valuable in a reward for myself or whatever it might be? Um, and where, where, at which point of the journey is that going to come into play? Yeah. Um, so yeah, really, really important. Um, and, but where are people going to go? go, Like what's, what's going to happen if they don't reward themselves in terms of their psychology? Yeah. Uh, All right. So, uh, without saying it, without being too blunt, like you'll live a pretty negative life. Like the, the 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 mindset is always a, a driven by negativity because you're going, I've I've not done enough, I've not gotten to the point that I need to be, and and you're not able to sit back and take stock and go, wow, that's awesome, I'm awesome, I've achieved, I've done. You're going, okay, this has happened, right? It's happened. It's just we've gotten to this point. Cool, that's not good enough. Yeah, so I'm a big believer in kind of trying to keep some positivity in your thinking, and so. If, if you're not rewarding yourself for the things that you've achieved, then you're constantly living in expectation or uh, fear of failure or yeah. Yeah, you just, just, just your, your psyche is not where I, I think it probably could be yeah. um, to really, really maximize your potential. Can I share a personal um, experience about that? So go for it, I, being a competitive athlete before I started my business, I, I always used to get PBs and then the PB would be my new normal and it wouldn't feel good until I broke the PB again. And I brought that same mindset into my business and actually during the period where I haven't been drinking, I've been at probably one of the most stressed points in my life ever. And wow. the reason was every week I'd set new goals for myself and when I achieved them, then that was my new normal. So the next week I had to beat that. And if I didn't beat wow. that and I, did, I wasn't giving my time, I wasn't rewarding myself. I wasn't stopping and going, man, you did so good this week. Well done. Like I was just like, Oh, cool! I did six, so next week I'll do seven, mm. and then I'd hit seven, and again I'll be but a little bit more stressed because I had to get it done. And mm. when I hit seven, I was like, "Sweet!" And I hit seven, or if I didn't hit seven, I was like really down on myself, and I was like, "So mm. I started off with two was good, you know, and I got up to like seven, and I won't tell you what these things are, but like I was going up, 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 and then at that point I was just like, "Oh my god!" Like. I can't handle this. Yeah. I can't. I can't hit seven every single week. Like, mm. so uh, and and yeah, that, that's uh, that's exactly it, right? Like the the mindset or the mentality that you're taking into everything that you're doing is not one fueled by like the good feeling that's going to come out of it. It's fueled by the stress of maybe having not done it previously, not done or it, the, yeah. The, yeah, the stress of like not achieving it, or potentially, or maybe not achieving it. Um, uh, and and that to me is what you want to avoid because all that's like that's just just going to breed this sort of negative energy in you, um, and and it's going to make it even harder to achieve what you want to achieve. Yeah, it so, affects, it's literally affected everything. So I really I really encourage everyone to to stop and reflect and and know that you've done a good job because you know in the last eighteen months I I'd, I'd gone through that, not having mm-hmm. 
not having something to you know disconnect with and mm. i just i was always on and and that's where i got to so and yeah really interesting man that's like that's a it's probably something that so many people are are experiencing and in some facet within their life but um but something that a lot of people i think struggle to be able to share or to acknowledge yeah so um so that's awesome and it's just being aware of it too like i wasn't aware of it while it was happening that's the thing so if if you're going through something like that at the moment you find you're always trying to improve yourself every single week and you're finding you're in more and more stress well maybe it's time that you just acknowledge how good you're actually doing and you know appreciate the amount of work that you put into it and see how that's affected what you're doing as well. A hundred percent, hundred percent, man. No, that's totally it. It's, um, yeah, it's a, it's a massive part, right? It's a massive, massive part of, I guess, just generally achieving something, um, is giving yourself a pat on the back on the way, making sure you kind of keep motivated. Yeah. And that's, I think the motivation factor is also driven by that reward piece, right? Because once you've, once you've got that reward, you're like, heck yeah, man, I got it. And then you're like, all right, I'm motivated to get the next one. Yeah. I'm not fearful of not achieving the next one. I'm motivated to actually get to the next point. Yeah. Um, so that that's that's where the sort of change in thinking and the psyche comes into play. Yeah. Sure. And also coming back to your point um, on consistency, like yes. um, and understanding if you just do your actions consistently over a period of time, you will achieve that goal. Whereas yes. where I went wrong, I was trying to exponentially do better and better every week rather than consistently just do the same thing every like two every week would have been awesome and in in three months i would have just done so much but i tried to do two then three then four then five then six yep 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 and it crushed 100 yeah 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 and that's yeah and and it's uh that that also addresses that capacity or that capability issue as well right so in business you got a hell of a lot going on in your life you've got a hell of a lot going on so being able to do six one week and seven the next week and eight the next week is going to put stress on so many other areas of yeah. your life. Yeah. So if you can stick to two and just repetitively do two, you will still see benefit from that action. Yeah. Yeah. Like you will still get a lot out of that. You're still doing so, two. You're not doing nothing. Yeah. You're still improving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're still doing something. Exactly. Just, yeah. More than what zero is. So. Exactly right. And yeah. if you want to bring that back to like, if you want to bring that back to the who does it at each step. So sole trader. Yeah, so that that individual that might be go to two networking events a month, but just go to two. Yeah. Don't feel bad about not going to five yeah. or you know not going to ten or not going with a mate because he's invited you. Just do your two because that's what you know you can do. Yeah. Yeah? yeah, and and then if you're if you're in the employee mentality or in that space where you know you want to give back some more or you want to be able to show that you're ready to take the next step within the business start to find things that you can do that add value to the business yeah so that might be providing better reporting back to your managers that might be again like we said engaging with customers more but just do it a couple of times do a few little things that don't take away from your ability to fully deliver on your role and your job Um, and then i guess for the owners the business owners usually they can only ever do that sort of an amount because they've got so much on their plate. But that's Mm -hmm. where we come back to the 1% piece, yeah? So it's just about doing a little bit but consistently as opposed to diving headfirst into calling every single member of your staff in one week. Yeah, um, and you'll find that's not consistent. It's not, not you can't achieve it because it's something that you're not used to and it doesn't fit in. 100%, 100%. You'll burn out and you won't call anyone for months. Exactly, right? (laughs) Destroy your phone. It's like, it, it's that way with everything though. Like it's that way with sales. If you're in a sales role, it's that way with the ongoing management of customers. Like if, you, if you're trying to lump all that you're trying to do into a small period of time, you will get burnt out. Yeah. And you will be, it, you'll be feeling shit about not achieving something or doing it. Yeah. It's, it's, um, it's common sense really, right? A lot yeah. of us are probably, a lot of us are probably going to have experienced something or going to be able to relate something to exactly what we're talking about. Uh, and so hopefully these are some sort of strategies to, to adjust that, to change that. Awesome, man. No, thank you for your time today. It's been awesome. And no uh, I'm sure anyone that's listening is going to get benefit out of what you've talked about. I've also, I'm going to take some stuff away today and implement awesome. it within my life. So thanks for sharing that today. No, too easy, mate. If someone wants to get in touch with you, like how can they get in touch with you? Yep, so you can jump onto my website, joshhorneman.com. 
um, or venturecast.com is our business planning tool. Yeah. Uh, I'm also on all the socials, so you can find me through my name. Yeah. Um, Spell your last which... name for us. Is it H O R N Y? No. M A N. H O R N E M A N. Cool. Yes, I had I had a few fun nicknames at school, <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah, I'm sure Greg can do some fun graphics so that everyone can see this if they're watching the video. Uh, but yeah, uh, H O R N E M A N, and you can find me. Hit me up. Feel free to talk, call, whatever you want to do. Always here. Cool. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you again for your time and hope you guys got a bunch out of this episode and we'll see you in the next one. Hey guys, thank you so much for being here. Just a reminder, use the promo code P-O-D-C-A-S-T, podcast, all in capital letters, at checkout at the Electrician Success Academy to get a lifetime 10% off for being one of our awesome listeners here at the Electrician Success Podcast. Anyway, have a fantastic day. I hope you're crushing it out there and I'll see you in the next episode.